Amen. So, thank you so much for allowing us to visit your church. It's been a long time, six to seven years. The first time we came, the first time we came here, 2017, on the month of January. And not really cold on that time. And when I came here on, uh, on this west side in Wyoming, in San Dakota, I did not expect it's too much cold in here, you know. <laughs> I'm like uh, preaching to death, you know. <laughs> I cannot feel my, my hand, you know, and my ears <laughs> is freezing, you know. But uh, uh, thank the Lord, and God will take on us, and we survive in South Dakota, you know. It's been here in uh, West Side. It's been, uh, we came here in West Side, around Wyoming in South Dakota. Last, uh, uh, this uh, February and last week on February and I never expected that uh, we, we experienced the snowstorm oh, oh my, it make it uh, it make it uh, scary on that you know And uh, uh, but thank the Lord we have a place that we will stay like in your cabin and we are stranger here, we just trust to the Lord, whatever God's lead me thank the Lord God will provide our our place that we will stay because we don't have any permanent address here in the United States. But thank the Lord that uh, your cabin is very nice, you know. Sometimes it's cold, you know, but we, we feel cold, you know. But we have a, a heavy coat that while we're doing a sleep, we wear a uh, heavy coat, you know. <laughs> don't worry about us, but we will survive every day, you know. And uh, thank the Lord for that. Thank you for the opportunity. Pray for us. We are... Uh, we are now we are starting the Lord's ministry. The first start we the, the first start we start the ministry, 2006 or 2007, and God put in my heart to start another uh, church in the city of Manila, because I remember when I was a kid, my father he died, he did not hear the, the word of God, the true gospel, the religious Christ. I got saved when I was 16 years old, and my father he died when I was nine years old. And uh, because on that time, uh, nobody's around come to my house, knock on the door, tell about Jesus Christ. When I started my Christian life, I think of my father, you know, because God put in my heart to, uh, to uh, going back on, on, on my hometown, you know. I, I study here in the United States at Marietwabo College, a lot of opportunity, a lot of uh, uh, things that I get it, you know. But I... I follow God. I choose to go back on my hometown because on that city, in my city, nobody's around to tell about Jesus Christ. That's why God put in my heart because I think of my father when I was a young age, nobody's around tell about the God's word. Nobody's around or knocking the door tell about the Jesus Christ. That's why we, we, I told my wife, we're going back on my hometown in the city of Manila. And even my wife, even though my wife, she's not uh, familiar in the city. She's growing in a, a county, a, a mountain. And I told my wife, we're going in back in, in the city of Manila to reach people there. And God, that's why God put in my heart in the city of Manila and start churches and uh, train a national and uh, telling about the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, thank you uh, so much again. Please pray for us. Just uh, we have uh, only have a uh, uh, two months to stay in the United States. Uh, we're going back home on this coming uh, May 30. We cannot stay here long 
you know if i stay if, if i stay more than five months maybe the some immigration catch me and catch uh, throw away in the ocean and swim going in <laughs> going in the philippines you know but uh please pray for us god will uh uh, praying for uh, for our needs, especially for the for, for the financially support, and uh, we're looking for the churches to be able to uh, to uh, uh, helping through the ministry in the Philippines. We really, very appreciate that. And another also prayer request: we're praying for uh, we are, we are praying for a port, we can buy or purchase a property. I've been in the ministry in 17 years. We are renting renting. This go this go the months goes nothing. And we're praying for uh, for uh, uh, purchase the the property in the Philippines. You know, in, in the city of Manila, it's a very high cost living there. You can buy a small property na, for, for that for that building, but you can use for the uh, worship your worshiping God. And uh, it costs uh, sixty thousand uh, dollars if you're converting in your money and uh, our money, but. Uh, I know it's too high cost, but uh, uh, I know there's nothing possible with God. We just trust him and can help us to pray hardly, and uh, we hope there's nothing possible with the Lord. Okay? But uh, anyway, uh, before we go and leave, we, I want to share the word of God this, uh, this evening. And uh, I know I have a Filipino accent. My English is not really good, you know. Because my 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 accents is like uh, uh, I don't call in uh, around America because we we visit different state in your country. I sometimes I so very confused because if I go in the south, they have another accents. It's too much the way they talk. It's too much. It's too fast, you know. <laughs> and a lot of uh, yell like that, you know. And I came again here in uh, Kansas, different accents, coming Wyoming. It's a lot of cowboy there, you know, in Wyoming. And uh, came in South Dakota. I sometimes very confusing. That's why uh, I forgot that the the some of accents American. That's why I use my accents. When I was a grade school, my. Uh, uh, my teachers in English, they never tell about the, the pronouns, the word. Uh, on this generation, on my kids, they are very strictly about the, about the pronunciation of the word. And I can, I can uh, uh, do that because my tongue is already hard in the getting, getting old. I can exercise on that. But anyway, uh, please, be, uh, please bear with me, you know. Uh, I did not too much long. Uh, I do not many English when I came to the United States. Just a very short English, you know. And if you are, uh, uh, if you did not uh, understand what I'm say, saying, you just pretend that I understand what I'm saying. <laughs> that will be continue our uh, our study the Word of God. But I'm really sure we study the Word of God, you know. And if you have say you can understand. Just pretend, oh, that's good, that you can understand what I'm saying, okay? But uh, I want to be a blessing on this evening, into the church in this evening. Please open the Bible, the book of Luke, chapter 10, verse 2. Luke, chapter 10, verse 2. The Bible said, Therefore said unto them, The harvest truly is great. But the laborers are few. 
Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that we would send for laborers into his harvest. Let's pray. Lord, may you help me, Lord, to, to share your word. I can do nothing without you, O oh God. May you speak the heart, O oh God, and may you give a wisdom and knowledge that I share your word. In Jesus' pray. Amen. If you ask you, uh, this, uh, this evening, what motivates us, our mission? By the way, our title for this topic, our message, why motivate me in mission? Or the motivation for mission. When you're entering this church, you are in the mission field. If you're going outside, if you're going back in your, in your house, in your town, that's your mission field. And everywhere we go, that's our field. And this, uh, this, this lesson, that's, that's why motivate me doing our mission. And if you ask you this uh, evening, what motivate us for mission? Maybe it can say about money. Or maybe it can say about our family. Or maybe it can say about our friends. Or maybe it can say it's about our great job. It's some, it is something outside, you know, that motivate or something inside that, that, uh, that, you, that, uh, that motivate us. That you motivate you in mission, I have three things that motivate people. First is purpose. Because I believe when, when you don't have a mission, you want to know what the purpose is. And the purpose is also a tools in our missions. If you don't have purpose, there will be no direction. As a Bible-believing Christian, I have a great for mission, and I have a great goal for mission in this world. As a Bible-believing Christian, share and be witness for Jesus in their lives. To help them grow in relationship with Jesus. Teach people become a fruitful. Disciple people to become what God intended them to be. As a Bible-believing uh, Christian, our mission is to witness. To teach, to win soul, and to make a disciples. Now, other question is, why we need to get involved in missions? The reason why, why we need to need to involve in mission, is because there is command that above. On the book of Matthew chapter 28, verse 19, the Bible says, Go ye therefore, and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. We are here to make disciples, and we are called to evangelize. We are called to share the gospel. And other things motivate us why we need to get in mission. There is crying the commands to be needed. You know the story about the Lazarus and the rich man? They are both die. In the book of Luke, chapter 16. When, when, when the rich men die, then open their eyes, being tormented in hell. As we know that crying to help. Even as Lazarus, that is my dip of his finger 
in water, being tormented in all this flame. On verse 24. And, and said to verse 23, will come. Abraham said, it is impossible, Lazarus cannot go there. Even look in the, in the, in the your place. You know why? Because you are now in eternity. But after that conversation, it keep on crying. Not for himself, but his five brothers that are yet alive during the time. And I know very sure at this very moment, there are many people crying. It's, uh, it is, uh, it, uh, it's crying to help them, not for themselves. It is for them loved ones that yet in this alive on this earth. Why we need to get involved in mission? There is crying to be in it. The reason why we need to get in mission because I believe there is call for beyond. In the book of Acts chapter 16, verse 9, you know, the, you know the story of Macedonia believers? They, they called for their help. They said, come over Macedonia and help us. In Luke chapter 10, verse 2, our text, pray therefore the Lord of the harvest that, that he will send forth laborers in his, into his harvest. Do you know the Philippines right now? It's harvest time. In the Philippines. And we know everybody calling to everybody. That's why we're training a national. Train them to, uh, to be equipped and going there and sharing the gospel. Because the harvest time. Come over in the Philippines and help us in the harvest. We need someone to pray for us. And we need someone to help us. There's call beyond, not only, not only in the Philippines, in other also other countries, there are calls other to different countries. And why? Because people dying without Christ. But you know what, my friends, since the beginning of time of mission is the very heartbeat of God. And I give you a few verses, I get open of this for the sake of time. On the second Timothy chapter, or second Peter, I'm sorry, verse uh, chapter three, verse nine, it says it. It says God's one every soul saved right after the fall first Adam. God intimate reconciliation. In the book of Hebrew chapter two, verse seventeen, that any should perish, but all come shall repentance. In the book of Ezekiel chapter thirty-three, verse one, it's take the pleasure, it's sin or death. It is mercy, it is patiently wait every man to repent and return. And Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 27, did you know God has more than room for every soul on earth, but the soul must be between and to other to him. On the book of Matthew chapter, eight, uh, chapter 18, verse 11, did you know God gave God, God him to the fleshly primarily win soul? And second, and second uh, Corinthians chapter 5, verse 18 says, We are saved to, uh, to be used some other, but means sharing the gospel, by means sharing by our faith with them. 
as a given to for the ministry are reconciliations. On Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 7 and 8, by the blood of the wicked shall be required in you if you feel win soul. That's why Jeremiah chapter 26, verse 2, Jeremiah encouraged us. Jeremiah exhorted every believers, the heartbeat be one with God. And, and, and what the heartbeat of God is mission. That's mean Jeremiah telling everyone that should save the heartbeat with God. When it comes of God's church, every born believers has a purpose to fulfill. As a body of Christ, we've been ordained and to comply a certain task. It's because of this we make to take a look at this responsibility and beginning to performing them. What, in, what, what in motivate us to do our mission? You will allow this uh, evening, I give you a five practical reason that motivates me in missions. And why practical reason why I'm staying in mission over more than 16 years is in the mission? Because I believe, I can show this uh, practical reason First, on the book of Luke, chapter 10, verse 2, the harvest. Why motivate me in mission is the harvest is a plantinous. My effort, it will not be in waste. As a missionary, I learned innovate our mission. It's been more than 17 years. 2007, we start a mission work in Valenzuela City. You know, Valenzuela City is the, is the part of the uh, city of Metro Manila. The highly urbanized place, mostly is 80% population Catholicism on that city. And we started knocking doors. We are uh, old passion. We are started knocking doors, soul winning, teaching children in the street, teaching children also in the public school. We make it Bible study. You can teach everybody. After, after uh, uh, 2018, we start another, uh, we start again at the city of Quezon City, that, are present, that are our presence ministry. Quezon City is the heart of Metro Manila. You know, when, when, God, uh, when God COVID-19 came, it's our opportunity. It's because some police officer that I talked to them about Jesus before, they don't like me. And they always they said, I have operation over there. They're trying to catch uh, a thief or a drug addict. They're so very busy. You know why? When the pandemic came, that's our opportunity to share in them. Because there are no choice. They're still there because the COVID-19, very strict on the time, but they are implementing lockdown. Every police officer, they uh, posted every uh, uh, boundary lane to secure our city. You know, you know what I do? I woke up early morning. I bring uh, a copy and uh, a couple, a couple uh, pieces of bread to give them. To show them that we appreciate what we're doing. And we're talking about what the students like that, 
and we, I'm starting to telling that Jesus that can take her on that. That is starting to telling the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's our opportunity. That's our harvest. And we start, we start another ministry in jail. Brother Ramo, how can you go outside during the lockdown? They have one organization they're allowing for, for going outside to take care of people, not for the sick people, because I, I don't have any medical background, just only to take care of people spiritually. Because during that uh, lockdown, you know, many people experience uh, anxiety, depression. We're just going, going to visit them personally. Even my health come uh, risk. But I know I believe God will take care of us. That's why the, our opportunity to, to grab them, to share in them, to show them the love that Jesus loved them. That's our opportunity about telling about the religious Christ. You know, when since my wife teaching these kids in the street, we thought they are, uh, they are just coming for the games and for the food. But they are not serious listening to God's word. But because we are teaching every Saturday, God been planting the word of God to the heart of the little children. And uh, when, the, when the pandemic came, we are teaching them about salvation, even the online. We never stop during the lockdown. I know I heard one of the pastors in South Dakota didn't implement lockdown in South Dakota. That's a great blessing, you know. But in the Philippines, they, they implement, they said the government, uh, two weeks lockdown, and they extend another 15 days. Another 15, I never know, this has been a year doing a, doing a lockdown in the city. You know, these children is now is a great blessing. They are now using the church, just doing by effort, telling them, visit them. And one day they have a time of harvest. That's why in Karis, love and calm our neighbors. Because when we see a Christian actually living out their, their faith, we are open the message of Jesus Christ. Because they see it's not just to talk about in action. Remember the verse 2, the harvest is planting full. That means the people surrounding us, they're hungry to know about God. But you know what? What the harvest going happen? Tell God's people to all motivate is the harvest. It's time for to catch a fish. The more motivate, I going back to catch fish again. You know, it's time to people being saved and more motivates. I I to go out and win more soul for Christ. It times to see churches being established by more motivate us to train national to start churches along the city of Manila. But you know what? In verse 2, God provides us the ability to remember when God's command us to something God's doing has to do. Something that not going toward everything to tell us to always going toward. Because I believe God give us a vision. You will give us a provision. Does that mean everyone us to respond to going to going us? Not everyone to respond of Jesus. But you remember this. Keep our mind 
but let me tell you something to encourage this evening to there will some who will respond just waiting for someone to show them to love for Christ. If you are on, on the book of Matthew chapter 10 verse 19 to 20, don't about don't don't worry, don't be scared. If you're telling about Jesus Christ, if you're obedient in Jesus, to some with the others, God will provide us what God says Jesus looking at to be obedient to his relationship. Don't give up to reaching out to people for Christ in the county of Castro, Santa Cota. And we did not stop to reach my people, my people in the city of Manila. Secondly, why motivates me in mission the church being started? After we graduated Bible College 2006, we started uh, a church in Valenzuela City. And now we start again a city of uh, village of uh, Quezon City. That's my encouraged me to train national. When I train them, they are hard for the mission. They are starting to start another to our villages, to the villages in the city of Manila. That's why motivate me in mission to uh, to start being, to being, to being start being churches. And why motivate me in mission? The people still lost. You know, the pandemic time, a million of people die without Christ. Even a, a few minutes on this moment, there, may, there, there are people die. Thousand, million around the world, people die. But the question is, how many people that people die? They know about Jesus Christ. I remember my father, he died when I was nine years old. He did not hear the true gospel of Jesus Christ. Nobody scared, nobody scared about uh, uh, around that place to telling about Jesus Christ. That's why motivate me in mission to start churches, to churches, to telling them about Jesus Christ in the city of Manila. You know, my family still lost. My friend still lost. My neighbor still lost. My fellow Filipino people still lost. That's why motivate me in mission. The people still lost. Even in this town, there are many people still lost. They're dying without Christ. Another thing, why motivates me in mission? I want to be a part of rejoicing in heaven. You know, in the book of Luke, chapter 15, verse 10. Likewise, I say unto you, there is joy in the, in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repented. You know, it says, one soul got saved, the heaven are rejoicing. When some people come and, and, uh, and, come, uh, and walk in the aisle, and they're asking for, for save, and this morning they have, a, they have a, a kiss, come to the Lord Jesus Christ, we are rejoicing in heaven. And you have a big part to rejoicing to heaven. That's why motivate me in mission. I want to be a part of rejoicing in heaven. And you are. You want to be a part of rejoicing in heaven. You can invite people. Bring in the church. And God will, will touch their heart through the word of God. Don't stop to uh, invite people and sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's why motivate me in mission. 
I want to be part of rejoicing in heaven. And fifthly, why motivate me in mission? There is a reward. Every Filipino people got saved. You receive a reward in heaven. Every missionary helping, praying, you also receive a reward in heaven. You know why? Because you, you, uh, you have a big part to supporting a mission. You can receive a reward. You're helping missionaries in different countries. You can receive a reward in heaven. Even though you're not in that place, but through your praying and helping a missionary, you receive also a reward in heaven. That's why motivate me in mission and still on continue to serve the Lord. That's why God's motivate me in mission. And last thing that I, I like it, why motivate me in mission? First, it is the harvest. The people are still lost. The church has been started. There is a reward. They won't be a part of rejoicing in heaven. And last thing that I like it, that's why motivate me in mission. It's because Jesus. That Jesus, he saved my soul. That Jesus is our God and our Savior. That Jesus, he will protect us while we share the word of God. That Jesus, he always to provide our needs. That's why motivate me in mission. It's because Jesus Christ is our God and your God in our Savior. Thank you so much, Sam. God bless you. There isn't just a need for a harvest in the Philippines. There's a need right here in Custer, South Dakota. There's a need all around us. There are new people that move into this area. There are people I've never met before. Um, there's never an excuse to say, well, we knocked on their door 10 years ago. It's probably not even the same people living there. We need to continue to go. We need to witness to them. Our, our people that we come in contact with throughout the day, throughout the week, as it says, the harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Never think that what you're doing or what you're saying is a waste of time. And I appreciate the missionary family that's here whose burden and goal is to reach the people that they are living around with the gospel. They've started already a church. They moved on, let that go to a man that is now in charge of that church, and they're starting another one. They want to keep going. We have opportunity to give financially and pray, maybe even support them permanently. But more importantly, as far as that goes, is our own area, our own harvest field. We probably, most of us, will never see the Philippines, but we see all around us the harvest right here. Let me encourage you tonight to think about what you are doing in the, in the area of harvesting. Because now is the time of harvest. And it's time to be sowing and reaping and going. And you just never know. Today I found out something I didn't know. Today a mother got saved and a father is getting right with God. And honestly, I just saw two boys and I thought I could invite them to vacation Bible school. I had no idea what the background was. 
With tears in his eyes, Dad said, God's been leaving me alone for about 19 years until you showed up and invited my kids to vacation Bible school. And now he won't leave me alone. God cares about people. And we just need to be used of him and let him use us and win people to the Lord. We just don't know what God's doing in the lives of people all around us. So keep praying and keep speaking out and keep going because it's true. When it's all said and done and we're in heaven, the only thing that matters is what we did for the harvest, what we did for souls. It won't really matter all the issues of life we have down here. Those will be gone. It's what, it's what we did as far as winning people and sharing the gospel. And if the Lord's calling you into missions or into ministry, there's room for that. There's a need for that. Maybe the Lord is calling some young person to pray and consider being a missionary or a preacher or a preacher's wife, whatever it might be. But please listen to the call. And I don't know who she is, and I don't know if you even know her name, but a young teenage girl invited you to church with a tract on the street. And praise the Lord for that. All right, well, I'm going to close this in prayer tonight. And then we'll, we'll, those of us who are members will stay for our business meeting. But don't forget that offering plate in the back there. If you'd like to give uh, to our missionaries, please do drop something in there, and we'll make sure it gets to them tonight. And then if you are able to stay and visit with them after we're done meeting shortly, uh, then please do and uh, let them know you appreciate them. And they will be here Wednesday morning helping us with collating as well. Let's close in prayer. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the encouragement. It might not have been easy to understand, but we, we already understand the heart and the motivation. And uh, we are encouraged and touched by the fact that these people uh, know more languages than we do. And they are using their mouth and their voice to speak for you. Thank you for the, the man of God and his wife and children. Help them to keep moving forward and help us to encourage them as they go forward and that you would just use them all around the world in their paths that they will uh, continue reaching people and that you'll help them to plant even more churches there in Manila thank you for saving them and thank you for using them help us to realize mission mission work and mission fields are not just overseas they're our neighbors they're our friends they're the people we see at the post office or around town Help us to constantly and consistently witness and share the gospel. Help us to continue to think and invite and, and uh, prod and encourage people to hear the truth of the gospel and to come to know you. Help us, none of us in this room, to enter heaven without one harvest reaped, without one soul saved. Help us to realize that should be our goal, to continue to reach people and to, to rejoice in heaven together and to most importantly, be motivated by the fact that we're serving you. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for dying for each human being. Help us to be used of you to reach even more individuals, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.